Carla, welcome, and I will hand over to you. Thank you, Louise. Thank you. Um, Good morning, everybody. Uh, I hope you've had a fantastic morning. Uh, thank you for having me today, Louise. And yes, it's been been a whirlwind of a week. Obviously, I'm not Lucy. I am Carla. Um, but it's nice to be here with you today. Um, and yes, a uh, little bit of an introduction about us. As, as Louise said, we've been working with general practice since about 2015 now, working closely um, from frontline programs right through to leadership programs and obviously with this very interesting year we've had we've taken those face-to-face workshops and been running some online stuff and it's really been fascinating and and really uh, kind of interesting learning about how people have been uh, dealing and handling the challenges that we've all faced over these past 12 months plus Um, So Louise has has asked me to come and talk to you about success and happiness, which, as she said, was one of the things we touched in one of the webinars that we did. And it's a really interesting topic around actually in our world, we get, uh, I understand, you know, how challenging it can be for you and the amount of different things you're having to juggle, the amount of different situations you're having to deal with the amount of demands that are thrown at us on every single day that make it really challenging to understand and think about this success word and also this happiness word. So we're going to take this kind of 20-ish minutes to to unpick this a little bit and understand actually what does it mean for you, okay? So it's interesting. I spoke to PM last week and they kind of described this past year as trying to run through a dense forest, which is a really interesting analogy. Because actually, if you think about that, trying to run through a really dense forest, it was that thing around having to continually change direction all the time to actually try and overcome loads of obstacles. And every time you feel like you've got through an obstacle and you might see a clearing, there's another thing, there's another obstacle in our way and we have to change direction again. And also that ultimate thing that we never actually know when we're going to get to the end. So it was a really interesting analogy that they shared with me that actually I'm sure that some of you can relate to. And and if you think about that, it's incredibly exhausting. If we're on that thing of trying to get through this dense forest and change direction and overcome obstacles, the drain on us is, is incredible. So actually, you think it's interesting how we define that. So if we define, are we achieving, are we being successful? If we're trying to run through a really dense forest, then it's really, really hard to see those things that we would actually notice as achievements. So as I said, this session is about time for you. It's about actually take this this moment to, if you were to step back and think about it, is how do you define that success for you? And how do you define happiness for you? And we'll unpick that a little bit more. If we take these two words, success and happiness, it's really interesting how we can interlink them, all right? So we could go, okay, does success equal happiness? Or does happiness equal success? Or actually, does neither? Does neither of those equal any of it, okay? And if it was was to ask you to take a moment and just think about that word success, and if you were to think where you're at right now, 
and kind of go, okay, if I was to give myself a score out of 10 on how successful I feel in my role right now, what would it be? Okay, just write it down. Just write it down. And then just think about it is how we define that. So I know some of you will have high scores and going, yeah, I really feel like I'm achieving stuff at the minute. And I also know there'll be a lot of you going, no, it's a low score because I don't feel like I'm achieving a lot at the minute because we're trying to run through that dense forest. And neither of them are the right or wrong. That's okay. That's okay. But it's interesting how we define that for us. Okay. So one of the fundamental things that we actually need as a human being is to be or is to feel like we've achieved something. And that kind of feeling of achievement then gives us the feeling of being successful. We know that. So if we take that and think about, okay, we've got all our to-do lists, we've got all our task lists, we've got the other stuff coming in from all angles, from clinicians, from staff, patients. If we can never achieve everything that's set for us, does that mean we can't be happy? And that's a huge question. But actually, we can go, well, no, that, that, we know that's not true because we know we can do happy. And we know that just because we achieve, can't achieve everything doesn't mean that we can't be happy. But it's that bit of going, it's interesting how we define success and the impact it has on how we feel successful. So I'm going to share a quote with you, first of all. So if I can have the next slide, please. So this is a really simple quote from uh, a guy called Jay Shetty. And essentially he says, success does not, oh, back one, please, thank you. Success does not equal happiness. And what he does is he poses the fact that basically happiness and success are two separate things that we can detach from each other. But why do we think that success can equal happiness. And that's the interesting bit. And essentially, we live in that world where we're surrounded by stuff that gives us that feeling that we should feel happy if we have success. So, you know, if we do well at school, you'll get a good job. If you get a good job, then you'll be happy. Or if you get a job and some people go, oh, I want a promotion because then I'll get more money and then I'll be happy. Or, you know, it could be eat all your vegetables, you can have a treat and then you'll be happy. Or ultimately for us, if I finish my to-do list, that'll make me happy. So it's interesting how we treat this happiness as a destination. Whereas actually happiness isn't a destination. It's something that we can have without success. Okay. So let's explore a bit more. I'm going to show you another quote, please. Next slide. So I don't know if you can read that. It says, so this is a quote that says, it's a bit of a, a mind pickle of this one. So I have to take a minute. So I'm not who you think I am. I'm not who I think I am. I am who I think you think I am. That's a head pickler, isn't it? I'll let you digest that a moment and kind of reread it. 
essentially what this is about is is about the comparison stuff and the perception stuff that we have as humans and we're great at human as humans at doing this comparison thing okay you know that thing of oh well they've got a really clean tidy house their kids must be perfect or you know they've got a big posh car they must be really successful or they achieved all their over 40s COVID before me, they must be really organized. So what we tend to do is we have this thing where we look outwards and compare ourselves and then go, ah, the perception is they're looking at us with the same view of going, well, I did better than, so therefore. And we kind of do, well, if I was like that, then it'd be better. And it's really interesting. And we can kind of put this this kind of lens over ourselves. And if we think about it, the pressure we put on ourselves, if we start comparing ourselves to others, if I only had, if I only did, if we only had, if we only could do. And, and that real interesting thing really has an impact on our levels of happiness. I'm just reading Emma Emma has put uh, about Sean Aker and done some great work on this. There's some YouTube clips. You're absolutely spot on. Sean Aker's brilliant if anybody wants to watch over there. It's about, yeah, successful in a nutshell. I love that. Yeah, totally. So this whole bit around perception, it's about comparing. It's about actually not doing that is is it sounds easy if we take a step back you know take that step back and go right well we just detach it so i won't compare myself to anybody that'll make me happier or you know i i won't just look at all the things i haven't done that'll make me happier and it's not about that it's detaching the two things separately and going actually how do i measure what success is for me and how do i notice when i'm doing good and achieving success and then the second part is stepping back and going, what does happiness mean for me? Now, if I asked you to not think about work and to, to, to kind of take a minute and write down what are the things that make you happy, it's a really interesting thing to look at. And, it, and happiness, you know, it's about connection. It's about fulfillment. It's about growth. It's not about ticking work task lists or or that kind of thing but it might be about challenge it might be about learning new stuff not necessarily about a task list and it's all the things that are in the now so you know happiness isn't a future destination happiness is that thing that we do on a day-to-day -day basis it's the things that we we notice and the things that we feel in the now okay if we only focus on chasing success or only focus on achievement it doesn't necessarily make us happy but if we are happy we are more likely to feel successful so it's an interesting flip okay so how do we do this happy thing how do we do this stuff and, and really, it's about, I love that, uh, Jenny, dense forests. Dense forest, yes, but it's on fire. 
We've got a blindfold on and we're wearing a suit of armour. Absolutely, I've loved that. It's a good job we've got a suit of armour on. Yes. So it's on fire and we're blindfolded. So it's what do we do? How do we do this thing? The, the, the challenge is here. It's about how do we step back and be able to take that blindfold off and be able to see what we can do to move forward. And I know that sounds easy, me sit here telling you this stuff, but actually we have to start with us, okay? We can't, if we don't start with us, if we don't help us, then we can't help others or we can't support others. So I'm going to share something with you. It's called um, Human Needs. I'm not sure if we've got the slide on this, have we? No, go back one for me, please, if that's all right. Apologies. Thank you. So there's, there's, there's something that we call, we've got that's called Six Human Needs. Um, let me explain it to you. It's essentially six core things that we need in our lives as human beings that make it feel okay, make us feel okay. All right. And if we have all these six things in balance, if we feel okay, that in turn makes us feel happier. It's a real interesting thing. So these six things are certainty, uncertainty, significance, connection, contribution, and growth. Okay. Now, interestingly, there's some things here that actually we need both. So if I say we need certainty and we need uncertainty, the interesting part is we need both. We, need, we can't have one without the other. Certainty is about control. So what's the stuff I'm certain of that I can have control over in my life and be okay? So things that we can have control over are things like to-do lists, but things that we can have control over is whether I choose to go to work or not, whether I choose how I am going to turn up at work or not. The uncertainty stuff that we need is the challenge. So we can have good uncertainty and we can have bad uncertainty. Good uncertainty is things that go, oh, it's exciting. Or, oh, I'm going to learn something new. Or, oh, this is a good thing that I really, I'm not sure how it's going to go, but it's a good thing. And then we have negative uncertainty, which is that thing of running through, trying to run through that fire, forest, chaos. It can be, oh, I don't know how I'm doing, don't know how I'm getting on. Now, interestingly, the reason we feel that negative uncertainty is because we're lacking certainty. We're lacking control. So to gain back that kind of control we've got to take a step back to be able to notice what's the stuff that we feel out of control with and what's the stuff we can control. Uh, somebody put here, I love task lists and never thought of liking them, like linking them, sorry, to happiness. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So task lists can be a positive thing or they can be a nightmare of a, oh, it's a task list. But a task list can actually take the stuff out of your head to make you focus and be able to move forward. So it's great. The other two in there, we've got significance and connection. So human needs significance and connection. So we need people around us to make us feel significant. We need to feel valued. We need to feel like we're important and we've got a purpose and that we've got a place in the world 
You know, this is probably why we do our job. Because we're, you know, obviously it's because we're paid millions of pounds and we've got no problems going on and it's dead easy. That's the reason we do our job. Yeah. The reason is there's something around the purpose that we have and the purpose around the, the, what we can achieve and the connection with people. And it makes us feel good. So significance is really good, really good. Um, the next bit is around contribution and growth. So contribution and growth, how do I challenge myself? How do I give back? How do I learn? How do I get something new happening every day that I can give to somebody else? If I learn something new, it can help somebody else. So all these six things, if they're all kind of balanced and we're doing stuff that's within these six arenas, it makes us feel okay. And that in turn makes us feel happy. Now, if one of those things is out of balance, then that's when we can go, hang on, something not quite right. And therefore I might not feel as happy. Okay. Might not feel so good. Might not feel like my world is okay. Whatever okay is for us. And that's where it comes in. So this is that bit. And, and if we send, we can send out slides later, Louise. I don't know if that's, that's possible. And what I will do is I'll drop in that human needs slide that I've just yeah, put through there. That's fine, Tom. No problem. Um, and, and the good thing about that is if you can take 30 seconds to go, actually, what does this, each of these six things mean for me? You can start to identify what's okay and what's not okay in my world and start to adapt those kind of balances. So that's the kind of things that put you in balance. So great. So what can we do? What can we do to make or increase those feelings of happiness? Um, well, it's dead easy. We just need time. I can see everybody going, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Feeling? Time. So, yeah, time. We just need time. That's dead easy, isn't it? If we just have time, then we'll be able to do happy. Yeah, dead easy. So, actually, what I'm going to do is show you um, a, a four-step model that's called time. So, if I can have the next slide, please. Thank you. Thank you. So time is, yes, we could magically give ourselves time or we can give ourselves five minutes a day. Now, I know you guys don't have a lot of time, but I do know that you can give yourself five minutes a day for you. And if you can't, you need a word. <laughs> But five minutes to do this. So time is around these four things that meet our human needs. T is thankfulness. Thankfulness is around actually genuinely being thankful and grateful to somebody else that's meaningful and specific. Now, this does a lot of things, thankfulness. OK, if you go back to those human needs, thankfulness gives us that feeling of significance. It makes me feel good, but it also gives me connection with another person. And it also contributes. So it ticks that contribution box as well. And then in turn, it does the exact same for the other person. So thankfulness does a two way thing. And if you were to take 30 seconds and go, actually, who's the one person in the practice that I want to go and thank specifically for something, who are they? 
what would they be? How would it make you feel if you gave them that thank, that grateful, genuine, grateful, thankful thanks? And what would it do for them? The next one is about inspiration. Okay. Now, inspiration is an interesting word in itself, but how do we do inspiration? It could be that you read something. It could be that you listen to something. It could be there's a person that does a thing that inspires you. But it's more about inspiration ticks those bit around uncertainty. It's like a positive thing. It's a learning thing. What's the thing that could make me learn and grow that's new to me, that inspires me? Inspiration gives us energy. It makes us feel motivated. That's a positive thing. It's a positive feeling that helps with happiness. Um, using quotes works. Lisa shared that weekly quote. Love that. On the whiteboards, totally. Just something that's going to make someone smile when they come into the office. Love that, Lisa. What's the thing that's going to make a difference? Um, somebody's put in there genuine thank you to your whole team one morning and a few staff were something was wrong with me oh bless wow or that you were leaving wow but there you go just that uh, the power of genuinely thanking people is amazing amazing but not scaring them yeah um, meditation so we're not talking about the cross-legged hours of meditation doing your arm if you can do that fabulous but what this is is around one minute five minutes however long you can do it's about clearing your mind that stuff around how do we gain control of our minds we know about this stuff but what that does is it clears the noise if you can stop clear out all the uncertain stuff that's going on in your mind, clear out all the what ifs, can't do's, what abouts, haven't done's, stop, pause, give yourself that minute to shut the door, turn the notifications off, close your eyes, take a breath, stop. And the absolute immense feeling of you can get from doing that will in turn help you to increase your happiness levels. Gina, we do a, a hug in a jar. I love that. Whenever you wish to thank someone for a kind task or appreciate them, they write it on a sticky, put it in the jar, and once a week you email everybody the hugs. Oh, oh my gosh, that's so important. That ticks things on so many levels. All those human needs, it's about how do we be, feel valued how do we feel grateful? But also, how do you do it to make people feel like I feel like that and you feel like that? I love that. Last one's around exercise. Again, we know what this is. We know exercise is good for us, but we should do it. If we don't do the exercise bit, it doesn't kind of tie all those human needs together. Exercise, get up, go for a walk. Even if you take a walk and do the meditation at the same time, outside where nobody else is it's brilliant or get home and have a dance around the kitchen whatever it is just move that moving shakes off negative energy yes but it actually makes us physically feel better it, it gets all those endorphins going actually it is a healthy thing a happy thing if you like so that that's kind of the the four steps to do okay and it sounds dead easy and it is if you make it a habit, 
if you're making a habit. So my challenge to you that I'm going to leave you with to finish on is actually how are you going to redefine happiness for you? So you're not running through a dense forest. You're not got a mask on. You've not got a mask, a suit of armor and, and it's on fire. We have got masks on, but we're not doing that. It might be that we're, we've got a lot going on, but what's the thing that you're going to do that actually at the end of the day, if you were to write down on a sticky note, the thing that made me happy today was. And notice that stuff. And then the last bit is obviously is give yourself five minutes of time every day. And I challenge you to not feel happier at the end of the day if you've given yourself five minutes time and noticed what you are happy and grateful for at the end of the day. Okay. So that's my kind of 20 minutes around happiness and success. Thank you, I Carla. I hope you've enjoyed it. And, really uh, interesting. Yeah, great feedback as you went along. You could see how people was really respond. People were responding really well to that. And um, I really appreciate what you said. It's been really made me think. Um, but also you stepping at the last minute. Very, very impressive. That's- and we're very, very grateful. So thank you very much, Carla. That is brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Louise.